Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, as always, Nate. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, living the dream every single day. How are you doing, Kyle? Oh, I'm doing super well for, you know, all Thanksgiving. We got a ton of Twitch news to talk about this week, so this episode's going to be super news-centric. Uh, took a week off last week. Uh, I had woken up and saw you were, you know, going to hang out and do things that day, and I was like, man, me too. So we got to chat, and I was like, let's just take a night off, relax. Um, and I'm trying to make sure I'm doing that in my schedule again, because that's, that's a good vibe to take an actual day, not to just be content-focused all the time. Yeah, that's a that's one of the hardest things about being a broadcaster in general is that our off days aren't ever actually technically off days. It's legit like and it was weird because, um, you know, you told me, yeah, I take off that day. And then like I actually took off a whole day and it was really weird to like not do stuff. But, you know, like it, it's, it's nice when you're like it is nice when all the gears are clicking and you like can't actually uh, you're, you don't want to take a day off because it feels weird. Right. But also, you do need those days off because you can overwork yourself so bad. I agree with that. I agree with that because I, I get in that same vein, like you said, where I'll, I'll start working on stuff. I love when I get that strike inspiration and can actually go at it while it's hot still. Um, but at the flip side, like you said, if you start riding that out for a long time, it just kind of is almost like blinders to your burnout. And so when I try and just take those little opportunities where it's like, Nate's taking it off. Me too. Let's like, make a formal day out of it. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope it helped you, you know, reset your recharge your batteries. oh yeah it definitely did i mean i've it, yeah but even with the numbers and everything that's happening now in my corner things it's like astronomical just taking that little break really helped out oh yeah twitch has been very good for me recently which i'm very thankful to i attribute a lot of that to the fun that goes around with hype trains so we're gonna talk a little bit about that because well maybe we should just dive right into it it is at the top of the show notes for today so hype trains got two little tweaks recently. One of them is customization. You can now change the notification animation with emotes. Um, and basically what that is, you go into the hype train, edit it the same way as before. So that's like under your, you know, your dashboard, go into your settings, hype train, all that. But now they added a new customization subheader and you can choose the emote, which is going to roll across the top of chat whenever the hype train is triggered and things like that. Pretty cute. Uh, it lets you actually select from your list of already uploaded emotes, so it's not nearly as much of a pain in the butt like having to upload a dozen different things. You just select one from this list and, yeah, throw one of your own at the top, and it just does that little extra twist. Nothing huge. I like it. I wish that, you know how we have, like, the borders we check when you, like, scroll over and it's like you make it red or yes. pink or whatever else. I would love if it actually oh. did the color of what you chose. You know, you know, not too much little flair, but just enough to, you know, just enough to make it feel individualized, you know? That's a good point, because it's like customization, but still within the box of not, like, blowing it out. Of, we're not talking about make, making my MySpace pages here for anyone that remembers those. We're talking, like, the tiny little tweaks that just add a little bit more, um, a little bit of your own flavor to it, so. What? I want to I want HTML, uh, HTML all my pages. And I want to have a song playing when people yeah. come in. and <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Have a song. You could do the cursor. Remember when they changed the cursor so it would be something totally different flying across the screen? Oh, I loved it. I legit oh. masked the whole the whole screen so it didn't even look like a page. Like I literally photoshopped and put links in. It was so neat, man. Like that's that's what got that's literally what got me into like like 
doing all the internet stuff and graphics is MySpace. <laughs> wow. I mean, that was probably my first, that was my first foray into like uploading photos, all that sort of stuff too, I guess. But I never went that crazy with it. It was a kind of a fun thing at the time. But uh, now we live in the bubble of not having as much choice because maybe they learned that there was a little too much in certain categories over there. Uh, so Twitch is giving us a little bit of the freedom back, but I'd say the bigger thing to talk about here with Hype Train is that they stocked it full of brand new emotes. And I think that came out as the quarter changed over. So it really might be quarterly. I don't know if we got formal confirmation on that anywhere, but again, whole new set of emotes, all the ones people were working for before, like the, um, the Bigfoot train, all that got rolled out. So that stuff is gone, I, I suppose. They, they get to keep them, thankfully. So everyone that worked for those emotes still has them in their emote library, if you will. But uh, they cannot continue to get them. So now they're working on a whole new batch, which are all, I think, prefixed with the word hype. And there was like a hype chest. It has a treasure chest with a up arrow on it and a couple other cute little things, too. So whole new, whole new style, same premise as before. But uh, I think they're actually getting themselves into a cool territory, Nate. I hope they take advantage of this. This is something I'm borrowing from our friends at, at ZeniMax. But I could see a future if they're rolling these guys out, you know, so you're getting new emotes and they're kind of archiving the old ones. That means theoretically they could bring back weekends in the future with the older emotes, which would be good for everybody because the collectors are going to throw down money to get those things. Like people collect these like pokemon cards oh yeah like people legit were like hey put on the hardest difficulty so we can get the 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 star caboose i was like you guys want me to you want you really want me to turn it on the hardest mode so you guys can give me money to get this one emo yeah yeah come on do it i'm like all right i guess I'll do it. I'll turn it on. All right. All right. Here you are. <laughs> they love it. People love that. I, I mean, I think I think it's because, you know, they're finally getting a, another accolade, I guess, on top of just the badges. The badges are cool, like the cheer badges. They're doing the um, the gift badges and all that. But now, I mean, look at this. You get a ton of emotes and you get a hype conductor badge on top of this if you're someone that throws down a ton of money. I don't even know if we talked about the hype conductor badges last time, but those are neat. Yeah, I like those because people are like, whoa, 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 why do I have this uh, train next to my name? Like, well, you're one of the, the first few people to start it, so they gave you a conductor badge. That's right. So if, we're, if we did not talk about this before, and I don't know that we did because it didn't roll out with the initial feature. It was like added in afterwards. But um, there's two different leaders for every hype train. There's a bit leader and a sub leader, uh, respectively for giving subs and the one for giving bits. And then... When the train concludes, whoever gave the most of those two categories will each be rewarded with a purple hype train conductor badge. I think that's the purple one right away. And then I think it turns into gold afterwards or vice versa. I'm drawing a blank on that. But one of them is like you led the most recent train. And then one is that you are a past conductor. So you kind of get to keep that with you. The that's pretty cool. Yeah, because one one thing that here now hear me out. Mm. I don't. Mm. I usually don't spend money, but sometimes Papa Gnarly gets. Uh, you know, he goes out for like for his uh, little mental relief day and drinks a little bit. And as I came home, and I ended up giving this broadcast for like forty subs. So that's a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> I had like a a but he's like a large broadcaster. And I got like a second place thing, and I donated one more, so it was like forty one. And I had like the first place badge. And it is kind of addicting when you get that first place badge because it kind of gives you like that that power, like 
you know, people come in and like, oh, wow, he has that badge. So it's, it's kind of one of those weird things where it, it's fun. Oh, yeah. And I think it's kind of cool that they added the hype train stuff because it gives people more initiative to try to start a hype train so they can have their self little badge as well, too. You know, it would be maybe useful uh, to, to our throngs of Twitch employees that just listen to our every word uh, suggestion, guys. If you get the chance, what would be cool is um, maybe somewhere on the user side, tell them how long till another hype train starts. Because I think what we talked about before, there's a minimum cooldown of at least one hour. And I had people trying to start a hype train the other day with the best of intentions, but the previous one had only rolled out like 30 minutes ago so that people were trying to trigger it through the usual means but couldn't. So I wonder maybe in the the checkout for bits or when you're about uh, somehow somewhere, I feel like it'd be cool to tell them if there's a hype train on cooldown. I don't oh, even... yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like. Or like, you know, at the very bottom of the screen, like maybe we're next to, um, you know, one like next to the bottom because like you know, where they had the moderator view, they have it where you can literally click a, a like a mod, like a mod sword at the bottom yeah. next to the cog wheel. It'd be awesome. Also have like maybe like a cool, like a little train that has like a cooldown number on it. That'd be perfect. You know, or you can scroll over and then I'll show like the ticking time. So that way people that are wanting to do it can use it. I think that'd be wonderful because I don't even think it sits in our dashboard in a meaningful way. It does ping you, though. I see it out of the corner of my eye. It'll pop up in blue and be like, your hype train can fire off again. I'm like, oh, oh, cool. OK, but I wish I, I can't re I can't look at that all the time. Like I can't at least I don't know if anyone out there has seen it. Let us know. But I've, I've tried to see how much time's less than the best thing I can do is set a timer for it. On the phone. <laughs> yeah, because one thing I do is I don't even actually watch my I watch my stream, but I do it all through dashboard now. Same. So I don't yeah. even know if it shows on their side, like if it does cool down or whatever. I know it does for me because I'm in the dashboard, but I don't know what they do over there. Yeah, I don't think they get anything to help them with that just as a, as a viewer. So not sure. But I do want to make a clarification. The current conductor badge is a gold train. The former is a purple train. So gold means they won most recently. They were the hype train conductor. And then uh, purple means they were a former conductor. So that's a really cool way for, for people to gain those extra badges and those, you know, little things to show off to people. Like you said, it's addicting when you start giving things, especially if you get rewarded for it, too. Like, it's fun to give, but it's also fun to receive. Um, yeah, they did a, They did a really good job with that because, like, there, there are some times I legit like look down. I'm like, holy crap! I just spent two hundred dollars on subs, <laughs> and like, I'm like and, be, and like, so I'm trying to stop doing it. It's one thing as a broadcaster is like I know how it is to be a broadcaster. So, it's but it's I'm at a hard point where I like I give almost as much as I'm getting, and I need to like not do that. And um, so yeah, I definitely. Need, but it it is it's one of those fun things. So, uh, if you're a broadcaster listening right now, try not to spend your money like maybe a sub here or there, but. Yeah. Try to try not to waste all your money you're making. Oh man, I feel you. That was one of the first things I had to like limit when I gave up the day job to just go full time with it. Was I was like, oh yeah, okay. So now the Twitch money is not the bonus money, so I can't spend all the Twitch money on Twitching. Like I had to spend that on the actual food and the bills and all that. It can't just be gifted away, which was hard. So I feel that pain. Be good to yourself and all that stuff. Um, let's see. Is there anything else to talk about with hype trains? Because these guys are they're just rolling along. They're great. I freaking love them, and that looks like it. 
I don't see anything new in that article. So get your hype train on. If uh, there's anything else, we will continue to cover that in the future because I freaking love them, man. I love them. Two level five hype trains the other day. We completed them twice in a day, and I just they, my chat just melts my mind when they do that. Two-factor authentication, free emotes. So I'm assuming to all the broadcasters out there listening, you already have this set uh, up on your account because Twitch requires Authy for people that are signing their affiliate contracts and their partner contracts and all that sort of stuff. So most of the broadcasters out there, I will assume, have two-factor set up on their account. If you don't, make sure you do. Really everywhere you can. Discord, all the rest. Twitter, don't be risky. It's not worth losing your livelihood or your any of your success over it. But basically, two-factor, again, in this case, is one where Twitch has you get an app, and then you'll use that uh, app-generated password to log in as your two-factor step. And they're finally rewarding people who are actually on the viewer side or just anyone on Twitch at rewarding them with these really cute emotes. They're called Sir emotes and they they're that's their prefix and they have sir uwu and a bunch of others and they're really really neat i think there's six of them here trying to pull this tweet back up yeah it looks like there's six there's sir shield sir uwu surprise sword sad and mad and they're all like little helmets and stuff all twitch themed oh i see them okay yeah and you just get those for actually signing up so here's a real question can i go to twitch and like see them do i have them somewhere <laughs> Yeah, well, I have better Twitch TV, so you can just type in your little uh, search oh, yeah. bar, and I just type in "sir" and bam, pulls I them see all up. it. Yep, same. I got I, there. They are okay. Cute. I need to use these more. They're really nice. I like the sword one a lot, actually. Yeah, I like the sword one a lot too. That's a really cool one. Well, so that's something I think people out there should remind chat about. Make sure they know uh, to actually get the two factor. It's well, I mean, this is kind of a relevant slash irrelevant segue i think a lot of these companies especially the ones that are stepping up during the situation and they're you know beefing up their server sizes and all that and they're you know there's so many free trials being given out there i guess a lot of businesses move to that zoom kind of like the skype sort of thing but zoom for meetings did you ever you hear about this nate yeah i've been seeing people like running classes and and some guy hacked in and exposed himself to a class of kids see I knew it. I literally, (laughs) I thought about this and I was talking to the girlfriend about it and I was like, I was like, I have a feeling because I'm a broadcaster and I know how the internet is and I've been on 4chan and a couple other things just browsing around seeing how the internet is. I was like, I have a feeling that Zoom is, or Zoom or whatever it's called, is not safe and has... Oh, holes in it because that's one huge thing as a broadcaster as well too. Like my gaming PC, which is the only thing I technically goes to random sites other than just streaming mm-hmm. has a VPN on it because I want to make sure because you never know in nowadays, you know? Yeah. So yeah. like I knew I was like, man, I think there's going to be a hole in this. And I was like, and then even one of the guys that's one of the mods in my channel, he came in and he was like, he works for Roblox. And he's like, oh yeah, there, there's a whole bunch of holes and openings in it. And then now this stuff happens. I was like, well, what are you gonna do? I, I bring it up because it's it's it. I think these two are directly connected. That people, the vast majority of people, well, mm, I don't know what percentage of people, but there are some 
pseudo tech illiterate people out there. I was reading into the Zoom sort of thing. Apparently, a lot of people didn't even set up passwords for it because they're like, oh, it's a public room. So like, just come on in. So all these sites are really rallying to like reinforce good password habits and stuff like that because uh, it's serious. I mean, you know, a classroom of kids seeing some dude's junk on on screen or there was another one. It was a, a, a government meeting of all things, like all these like big heads of state going on and someone hacked in and started like putting pornography as the background for the call and all this stuff. I guess the lady got hacked so bad with that system that she had to shut off her laptop to regain control of the actual program because the hacker just grabbed control of the interface too. Again, all to say, make sure you have good passwords on your accounts, especially if you're a broadcaster. Um, Basic recommendations have a a private facing email, meaning that you don't give that one out. You don't communicate from it. Use that sort of thing for your passwords. Uh, Don't have it linked all to your your main public account that people can see. Like, just be really smart and get that two factor going. Yeah, like the one thing is like, say you make like a website or anything, make mm-hmm. sure that isn't your website uh, where you have any information up on or anything like that. Because what Kyle said is like, I, mine is like, I don't use it for anything. It is only used for my Twitch stuff, and that is it. Nothing else. Yeah, and it's your money too. Like your money is directly linked with that. Like that is one of the biggest things you want to protect. I would love to talk to somebody someday uh, like that actually does consulting or something for security just out of curiosity because I've done some reading. I think we've talked about some of them on the pa- in the past on the show, but like, man, there are some ways to lock down your email and such that I don't even think about. I heard one YouTuber years ago say that she had a different email for almost all of her social profiles, which I thought was really smart because if they're not all linked together, if Twitter's email gets, you know, your Twitter account gets compromised because that email gets compromised, that's only one out of 10, you know, Patreon and Twitch would go to separate accounts. That's a lot of work, but seriously, I mean, to decide where your happy medium is. I got one of those physical keys for mine, so it has to be plugged into the computer and I have to press a button on the key for it to give the computer the password to log into stuff. And that is really cool. Have you ever that's heard of those? those physical... No, I have not. They're neat. Google Titan's a big one out there. I, that's a little on the extreme oh, end. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, I know neat, what you're man. talking about now. I don't know. I'm just a sucker for like locking stuff down and uh, doing the best I foreseeably can, especially when, like we said, our lives are on this. So be good to yourself, everyone. Get your free emotes out of it. Um, Luna in chat says, I used to have my private email and my Twitch in the same a few months ago. And my private one got hacked. So now my Twitch has a completely separate one. That's smart. That's some good uh, internet security there, Luna. Glad glad you're uh, sharing that with us. Thank you very much. Yeah, because doesn't how many did Google let you have as many emails as possible, right? Yes, yes, they do. So create a way. I I drew it out once, man, on like a piece of paper. I was like, how many should I make? Could I make whatever? I settled with less than I intended to get to. But I was worried. I'm like, what? I'm like, someday I'm going to have like head trauma and just forget all these, like not know how to get into any of these. And I'll just be like locked out of my life. Like I'll have amnesia, not remember a master password and just be screwed. I was like, am I making this too secure even for myself? So balance. That's why you got to like write, uh, write your like password down in like a time capsule, put it in your wall somewhere. Get it tattooed on my chest or get it tattooed on the inside of my lip. Yeah, there you go. Oh. And then you can tattoo it reverse. 
So that way, when you look at it in the mirror, uh -huh. then you have the password correctly. Oh, my God. Under my eyelids. Oh, wow. <gasps> oh, you babble. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to keep it safe, man. Uh, okay, we don't actually endorse tattooing your codes onto yourself, but, you know, it's a thought. Maybe transitioning away from that idea, uh, here's a punishment one. I'm skipping down a line because I think it flows better. But shadow banning, Nate, what? This is news. Shadow banning uh, IP addresses, we're assuming. Do we have news, like, actually good intel on this at all? Um, well, what uh, I, my first switch kind of went to was one in San Jose, which was, like, 2018. And they actually brought, they rolled this out then. They talked about, they're like, we're working on a system where we're going to be able to, but the way that they said it was be able to ban our people's IP addresses and stuff like that. And I, so I came home and I was, you know, I was a small broadcaster back then. And I was like, you know, I told them like my five or 10 people in chat. I was like, yeah, they're going to be able to ban these people. Yada, yada, yada. People are like, you can't do that. You can't do that. But now they're rolling this out where they're going to do it. I actually don't know where the article is. Do you, did you ever get an article for it? No, it came from their, it came from their Twitter uh, page or their Twitter support page twitch support oh, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's sorry right. it's hard for my brain to handle that yeah but they and actually then, went in yeah go ahead oh yeah yeah like i i saw how like i see i do remember it so it is a very valid thing that's yeah. what i was gonna say yeah 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 it actually comes from a legitimate source but they didn't share an article or any further information on it other than to say that they are you know effectively shadow banning in terms of making their security more serious so, I mean, that's great. That's a good step for Twitch. Here it is. So this is from uh, Twitch support on March 27th. They said, your well-being is important. We are taking steps to improve uh, that start. Oh, I'm sorry. We're taking steps to improve that, meaning your security. Starting with your peace of mind, blocking users now removes them from your followers list. Channel banning user users will remo remove them from your chat list so you don't have to see them anymore. And then they go on further to kind of talk about this and, and people chime in on the shadow banning. Um, but basically, I guess the TLDR is they can create other accounts, try and chat in your chat, and no one will see it. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's if it's under the same IP or made under the same IP address. So it's really good because the thing is, is most people, I mean, of course, like anything, there's always a workaround, but I'm not going to say the workaround. I'm pretty sure some of you guys know, but a lot of people that come in to check or, you know, that come in like trolls and you ban them, usually just go make another account and then try to do it or make another account and try to do it. Another thing is, is like, I do have people that I know that make bots to harass and attack people because they did it on me. And then they ended up being like, well, you're actually really cool. And then mellowed out. And I was talking to him about that stuff. And they're like, oh no, all these, all 40,000 accounts this guy created are under the same IP. So the thing is, oh. do you know how much that's going to help when you can just go in there and ban yeah. that one account, you know, yes. and then it just bans all 40,000 of these potentially accounts that can harass you? And that's massive. Oh, yeah, that's that's exactly what it's supposed to go after, too. Right. Is people doing that sort of thing. Um, I do think we probably see in addition to this in the future, a reduction in how effectively people will be able to make Twitch uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, how they'll be able to make Twitch accounts through VPNs. So, like, Netflix is really cracked out on VPNs, right? They don't want people accessing all that content through different countries and using that. So, if Netflix is a has actually put something forward to fix that, I imagine Twitch will move in that direction if people start evading the shadow ban more and more and more.
Yeah, I know that uh, Netflix uh, Netflix is on AWS or like the or the um, the Amazon Web Services, so yes. it shouldn't be that hard for them to take whatever is going on over there and implement it because I think it's under the same umbrella. So I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that it can happen that way because the thing is like the only thing I hope that doesn't happen is like sometimes I sh- like when I have internet issues and I don't know why mm-hmm. if I use a VPN and I reroute it say like it's supposed to be going to Washington DC and reroute Chicago or New York or somewhere else you know like I actually like it it fixes everything but if I do it like even if I switch over servers and all these other things it doesn't work right. So I have to usually use a VPN when I have like really bad internet issues because I think a hop's messed up. I hope that they don't stop the encrypting from like a VPN going to uh, actually uploading the footage. That's the only thing I'd be freaked out about because sometimes I need to run a VPN for my internet to run smooth. That's kind of my fear too. Like I say that in one way, like I I think if that gets back onto Twitch's radar, that's maybe potentially the route they would start to go, which is sad because I know a ton of people that do use VPNs to watch Twitch because, you know, maybe their um, maybe their work doesn't let them, but that's what they do in the background or school or wherever they are, college. Yeah, some of my friends from uh, Saudi Arabia that watch actually use VPN because I think it's not allowed in whatever country they are around that area. But yeah, so they... yeah. That's, yeah, that's, they use it. So that's why I'm thinking like it's gonna put that kind of to a head maybe someday. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be great if they do that, but I I, I don't know if that's kind of the way they're moving. It was kind of interesting to see some of the comments on that uh, that response as well because people were wondering so many things about it. You could just see how many people were having trouble with trolls. You know, does banning do this? Does banning do that? Um, the blocking user feature, like we mentioned, I don't want to pass that over, but they actually up that as well. So it's kind of like, again, in the middle of the apocalypse, they, everyone got a little more security minded and that's really great. It's sad that it took us to that for these companies to do it, but I'm really happy to see that Twitch actually rolled some of the stuff out, especially like you said, if it's been mentioned the whole way back at, you know, previous Twitch cons, um, really nice to have it rolled out. Yeah, I'm glad they rolled it out. Really, I was, I knew it. I but then like I looked in the keynotes for the TwitchCon 2018. There was nothing, and I was like, "Am I crazy? Am I making this stuff up?" And like then like they finally rolled out. I was like, "Okay." So I know that it's been in the work for like what two years, if that. So the one part I crazy. can't really find confirmation on though is like where exactly twitch said that it was gonna um you know prevent people from like they're because i know this went around twitter i probably should have saved it to a document then but i'm looking back in this thread over and over i can't see where it says that people will be able to like come back to your stream without knowing they're banned like that actual shadow portion of it so i'm not sure what's going on there i saw that float around though that was picked up and chatted about a good bit in in you know the twitch Twitter, but uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm really happy to see these get enhanced and and moved. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. It's just like that, I mean, here's the thing. It's like I don't get trolled as much as most people, and I don't know why I don't get trolled as much as much as most people. But for the people that I have been in, where it's just like see them getting like account and then ban it, and then another account come in and then ban it, and another account come in and ban oh. it, and just seeing it happen so much, it's like it's nice that like. Like I see, I see it a lot with mostly female streamers with like lower viewership as well too. And I'm hoping that like I'm hoping that this does curve that whole little bit, that like everything that's going on with it. 
Yeah, and I, I guess maybe maybe I want to ex- extrapolate off this line. I, I don't know. Now I'm kind of questioning the whole premise of this in some ways. But what they did say, the end of that tweet, specifically reads, channel banning users will remove them from your chat list so you don't have to see them anymore. And that's where some, you know, I'm, I'm looking this up now to get further details, but news articles are calling that shadow banning. But I just want to make clear that Twitch's language on that seems a little... They're not, they're not actually calling it out. Um, Devin Nash did post something. This is what I saw. I was Devin Nash's post here. He Good goes, old Devin. Right? He goes into more information. He says, the Twitch ban update is one of the more so- severe a social platform has implemented. If you ban a person, they can no longer see chat, but also any additional cre- accounts they create are IP shadow ban, meaning they cannot post messages, but no one can see them. Or, I mean, sorry, they can post messages, but no one can see them. So that was Devin Nash. I trust Devin Nash on that one. That's where I got it from. Yeah, to begin I trust with. him because he actually, I've watched a couple of things he did, and he's, like, talking directly with the people on Twitch. I'm like, look at you. Look at you. Right? I'm so proud of you. And he's, he, he went on to that tweet and said that they had tested it with main accounts and all accounts and all kinds of stuff. Unbanning removes the shadow ban from all accounts. So good on Devin. Thank you for that. I wish Twitch would have provided a little more information, but I think that for that exact reason, they're trying to be a little bit less uh, publishy about it. You know, don't don't show them the weakness right away. Let most of them smash their faces off the barrier. Well, that's a huge thing. Is you just imagine this: people come in and they talk, and there's like the classic bully or schoolyard bully thing. You know, oh, yeah. if you if you give them attention, they're gonna they're gonna do it. Now you're literally extracting their attention, and now when they're coming in and like trying to talk, they're like. They're coming in trying to talk. They're like sitting there and they're like, oh, no one's paying attention to me. And they're like over it or whatever. And then they kind of just give up and leave. I think that's like a big reason why they have it. So like no one can see the message or they can still kind of post in chat, but they don't know. That's a great that's a great point you bring up. So here's a here's a little one. Um, So I've seen a lot or ah, no, not a lot. But it's a thing of the past. You would get the the triple troll or, or the double troll where one comes in, you know, they'll say, we talked about this back in our trolling episode. One will say something complimentary and then the other one might say something mean and then that one troll will fight the other one in chat. Like it's a theatric sort of thing, right? They're putting on a production and, and they're, it's really like racist slurs and like hard, you know, words they're throwing in there, but like they'll start fighting. And I, I, I saw this way back in the Minecraft days when I was streaming that they would do that all the time. I wonder now how banning in that case works because like if you ban one i wonder how many of those accounts might inadvertently get nuked or i saw the other one where um it's same sort of double troll where one will come in say something really mean and you ban them and then the second one is sitting in the wings chiming in like why'd you ban so and so you're like you know crazy person whatever they say i wonder how many of those (laughs) that theatrics trolling that will just nuke right from the start I will lie. I actually am really excited because like there are people that do it. And this, this is another thing that's going to happen is you know, like, I legit, like, I remember this one time I was like, this kid was in my chat and he's always been supporting. He's been really awesome. And he came in, he started an argument and said it was his brother. Well, mm. I banned his brother. I banned his brother. Cause he was, he was on the same thing. Racial slurs and yada, yada, yada. Well, he's inadvertently going to get, ba- he's going to get banned. He's going to be like, Oh, I haven't seen star set in a while. Where is he? And, and then I'll be like, which isn't the guy's name, BT Dubs. Good. <laughs> um, yeah. And then so then they're going to be like, um, then I'm going to like, I haven't seen him in a while, but he was like shadow banned because of that, you know? 
And it's kind of, you know, it's going to get straight to there. So maybe people will stop messing around so much. It would be interesting. So if you guys want to dive into that, again, calling out uh, Devin Nash had it up on March 27th on his Twitter. So if you want to dive into that, you can find it. And, uh, you know, just just keep your eyes on this because as Twitch, you know, ups their moderation tools and all that, that's going to be really, really helpful for us as streamers. Uh, you and I are getting to a big time here soon with some big ESO content coming out, which means a lot of eyeballs, which also means just to the craziness and the antics are going to go up. Yeah, I'm already starting to see it because like... Uh... Since I'm doing like the PvP thing oh, and yeah. like it's like been blowing me up a, like a lot, I'm starting to notice people are coming in and doing this. And that that is another thing. It's like now we got to really talk to our mods and be like, hey, remember when we used to play around and just ban people? You cannot do that now because it also removes the sub. Did you know that? No, I didn't see that. It removes yeah, their I, sub. I guess it removes their sub as well too. Really? I saw yeah, something I, about that in that thread, but I didn't really focus in on that. So I'm wondering if you like if you joke around ban, it just gets rid of their sub and that could be financially devastating for you, you know? Yeah, that really could. I didn't see that though. Okay, I need to look into that more. But I wonder if it has something to do with the unfollowing. Or you ban them and unfollow. So you gotta like really talk to your mods, okay, listen, hey, you like to mess around and ban people for fun, but let's not do that right now because you're going to uh you're gonna literally do some stuff that's gonna be bad. Cause that's what's happening right now. It's like some my community jokes around like times people out or bans them or whatever and then I'm bans I'm like well just you know like we need to stop on that but um yeah same honestly yeah it's uh definitely and then here's the thing is like well I mean honestly I think one reason why I've seen incline of people coming in and being like weird and trolly and the theatrics are happening right now is because this is like we got summer we got summertime early you yes, know, we We're did like, like 90% of the world's in quarantine. So it's like we legit now have so many more people like back from school. And now right. it's time to you don't have anything else to do. What are you going to do? You and your friends. Oh, well, let's get on Twitch and troll people or something like that. Jeez. I mean, I, I you're right. That's exactly what's going on. I'm also curious. Is YouTube still censoring the word, the big C word? <laughs> is it the root? I don't know. I'm not going to utilize. I'm it, not going to utilize it either. But I also am wondering, like YouTube, if you guys are still doing that. I know none of you are in your office and you're refusing to check any of your messages, but I hope you're not just censoring all of YouTube during like a crisis like this. That, uh, yeah, especially yeah. if you have real information about it. I think that, yeah. I think the biggest reason why they're doing it though is because they're trying to get after the people that are making those conspiracy videos about it. Cause I there's like a, right. I can only want to say it's this cell phone stuff that they're talking about. Don't say the thing because I think that's actually on the block list too. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah, so I don't even like know what that means. Yeah, the, the, you know, the the old, the four on the phone for, uh, I don't know what I could say to you. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, like okay. the, the 5G, the 5G stuff, because now people are burning down towers what? around the world because there's a conspiracy about how that's like linked to this this stuff that's going on. I so saw something like weird about stop it. Yeah, oh no, it's real. Like, I mean, there's like live videos of it all over the place on Facebook. Oh my god, I'm looking this up. People burning cell towers is what I could look up for this. I yeah, they're looking up there. They're burning the 5G towers because they have like some weird conspiracies. That's the reasoning behind everything that's going on because only 
major cities are rolling it out and yada 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 yeah the verge two days ago title reads uk mobile carriers politely ask people to stop burning 5g towers <laughs> i'm sorry no just you need to stop i'm not gonna be nice i did apologize i did a very canadian thing there of like just stop don't burn towers down or set fires of any sort. That's our official word. Yeah, so I think the main reason why they're doing it is to try to make sure that they can keep this... Because here's the thing, is yeah. you now you have all these people at home that are bored, oh. and like, which is awesome for us broadcasters, because sure. a lot of people can come in and do it, but there's some people that are bored, so it's like, next thing you know, as people start making rumor mills, you gotta, you gotta keep the people busy, you're also gonna start getting crazy, man. That's why, that's why Rome built that, uh, the Coliseum, you know? Nate's so. saying we need to build a Twitch Coliseum and make the trolls battle for food. Oh my god, that actually sounds like fun. Uh, I put those words in your mouth so that he has to take the repercussions. Otherwise, it's my idea. <laughs> yeah, that could be, be great. Fun. Like, yeah. you want you want your IP back? Yeah, I want my IP back. All right, duel. <laughs> you got a duel. Uh, Whoever wins, get armor back in your IP. Not the worst idea, though. I mean, that's actually good. We'll we'll go forward. Twitch will definitely move that one forward over some other. Yeah, days. hopefully, you know, one of our Twitch staff members uh, is watching. It's not <laughs> in the accounting department or something. Check this off the list. Well, so I, I guess I guess we have some other things to talk about here as well. Um, we need to talk about mod review. You mentioned this earlier today. Uh, the mod, or sorry, mod view. We reviewed it. We actually both played around with it uh, and, and checked that out. And what else? We talked about the drops thing before where the campaigns were kind of sort of rolling out. We noticed that change. We talked about there being something different in the dashboard. And then actually Twitch went ahead and posted a tweet about it recently, just talking about drops. So in our last little segment of the show here, we should we should dive into these guys because that mod view on top of banning all these crazy things. That is a really nice tool. Even Kenny in chat there says the mod view is pretty interesting. So yeah, you played I've, with it. I've, yeah, I got you since you gave, I mean, it took me like a week, <laughs> two weeks to get in there and actually do it. And I just messed with like two nights ago or whatever. But no, I really like it. Like there's like, they give you the ability to change everything around and yes. put it where you're comfortable. I like it. Like, honestly, I much rather sit there and watch mod view than the normal Twitch layout that we have right now. But I don't understand it. But yeah, so like now you can see like, if Moobot bans someone, why they ban? Well, I don't think Moobot does it, but you can see like if a moderator bans and what they did. Now you can check the notes that goes on. You can see who's all in chat. It shows you how many mods are online at that point in time. And then, um, you know, has your little stream as well, too. And then I like the little feature where you it's like easy click buttons because that's the thing. It's like back in the day, I used to be like, hey, will you throw it in? Um, Emote only, and you know, they didn't do it. That's why I got a stream deck so I can press right. emote only. Now there's a button where they can like follow only, emote only. I can see all your banned words. Um, they can you could they can add new banning words in there as well, too. And then there's also I can see all your recent followers that come in. So oh, if yeah. someone you miss someone, I can message you or whisper you and be like, Hey, you missed such and such. Like, I love it. Like, legit, like everyone that is a mod in my channel is like. I feel like a real mod now. Like, this is cool. Like, I feel like I want to be here and like mod for you because now I have this tool that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I love it too. So, 
Yeah, and you're right. They did. I, I was just fooling around with my own side of it right here. And I like the auto mod queue. That's one of my favorite features. So auto mod is now no longer just lost in chat. They'll actually have like a list that shows what's being done. And they can edit it straight from there because they do the three dot sort of, you know, menu context thing. Click in there and they can see permitted terms, block terms, auto mod settings. And that should be available to most mods to go in there and add things on the fly. Um, I see it over on the other side. They do have more block terms and permitted terms there. Uh, review recent raids. That's neat. That's a cool function they have. Man, I'm just poking around. I looked at this before, but I'm just, you know, as you're calling things out, I'm seeing all kinds of new stuff in, in addition to that. It looks like Frankerface Z got built in very nicely on the side as well. Um, edit mode. They have dark and light theme. Add and remove widgets here. Oh, wow. Their widget mode thing where you can reset stuff looks really nice. As you kind of started off with, I would say hands down much better than even the creator dashboard. They just rolled yeah, out the Yeah, I too. know. I was like, man, they get these mod the moderator ones so much cooler stuff than what we get as a uh, as a as a thing. Like, I would I would love to have it because like one huge thing and one reason why I was talking to some other people, I'm like, yeah, you know, like why do you not use the dashboard? Why do you use like a bot dashboard or a downloadable bot? And they're like, well, because I can see who's all in chat at all time. Well, I would love to see like it might it might even be there because I haven't even seen how edit panels. Oh my gosh, uh, edit stream view, edit preview. Yeah, I would like to see like the list of people that are in my channel as well too. You know, like so I can have that list on the side and I can scroll through real quick and you know see if like Twitch staff members watching me or something. You know, oh, like <laughs> to calm down, right? Uh, but it is it actually is really really neat. I'm I'm loving it, man. Like I, I think it's really cool. I'd love to do a moderator camp too, and like get like your mods together or something, my mods, and talk about moderating. Oh yeah, it's just cool now. It's like it makes it feel more professional. It really really does. It, this is a great step. I'd love for them to backpedal some of this into hours or like trickle it down into what they've done for the creators because I think there's definitely cool things to be implemented. Like I said. We we as the streamer should see the mod action queue or at least have an option for that. Like that really should be in our dashboard. That would be handy as heck. So would the auto mod queue. That would be really nice. Bring these features over or just make ours look like this. Because, yeah, this is it. Yeah, we really need that moderator view. We I need know. that. Because, I, I mean, it's like even then it's like sometimes because I like the dashboard doesn't work with the better Twitch TV. Oh, so like right. if one of my mods decides to time someone out, you used to be with better Twitch TV. I just clicked it and it show me what they said. Now I don't have it unless I'm actually in a window oh. of the thing to click it because I just don't know anymore. Yeah, that's that's interesting, actually. Hmm. I didn't notice that before. I You, you know what? I run such a, a weird hodgepodge setup of programs because I still use I use basic OBS um, without stream elements or Streamlabs being involved in any way with that. Then I've got my I've got part of my monitor that's a playback window of myself. Usually I kind of just loop that all in as like my tabs I'll drag onto the screen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then I've got Chatty, which is the chat program. I love that thing because it lets you highlight words and do all kinds of really cool stuff. Lots of actually good visual stuff. But then I also have Moobot's dashboard open somewhere on my desktop that I don't really use unless it's like a giveaway or some sort of block term is getting in the way and I might need to adjust it or something. So that's not so much, but that still makes it like a dozen, <laughs> half a dozen different windows all related to Twitch. 
and no one's really worked it together to the degree I'm happy with anywhere. And I don't know. Yeah. This is getting closer, but yeah, this is. I mean, I just wish that the the, the dashboard that uh, that Better Twitch TV would work because that's what that's one of the whole reasons why I've always used Better Twitch TV is like everything that is like not you know like someone says gnarly Nate or someone says a keyboard. I legit have those words highlighted and I'll highlight it in red out of everything. I'm like, oh, okay, what does someone say? Someone has said something that's a kind of triggering or something I know I gotta watch out for. And then I'll look at it, you know? And so it gives me the ability to do it. And a better Twitch TV was my thing, but now I can't even click to see what one of my <laughs> mods decided to ban or time out. And then, you know, that would be really nice because then all I have to do is look at my moderator dashboard like, oh, this person said way off the wall thing. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But now it's like I re this is when they start messing around, and that's the thing is when the mods start messing around, and it, it's it's okay because you can see it's joking and stuff. But sometimes you don't know if it's joking or it's someone that you never have seen e timed out before. You're like, whoa, what happened here? Yeah, so you're right. Like, nice to see if they're joking around or being serious. Agreed. That that's nice. To, so so at the end of the day, I wonder, I, I, should I maybe be using? I would go full mod dashboard, but I also like some of the other features that we have in our creator side. So now I have to have two windows open, <laughs> just that our Twitch windows like exclusive. You know what? I'm hmm. actually going to do that because I have two dashboards open and I may just open moderate because you can re review your own moderator view, right? Yes, you can. Yeah, I'm looking at my own right now. Ooh, girl, so, okay, well, maybe I'll do that instead. Yeah, that honestly is like really tempting. Like to me... I guess if, if Twitch, I'm not asking them to do this. If Twitch did more of the features that Moobot had, I would definitely leave both of these up full time and like would reference both of them. Like if this, if the mod dashboard for me also like had any sort of Twitch bot commands, that'd be, I'd just move straight to one. But I mean, I'm still stuck between a rock and hard place of half of the features being in one spot and half being in another. But either way, this is still a massive improvement. I mean, the mods are really, really happy to see this. So, Twitch, thank you for this. This one's really, really nice. Um, I do like all the sortability sort of stuff. You can actually sort that mod actions by different amounts. The one bad thing, though, that I'm seeing is mod actions aren't saved after stream, though. So once your stream ends, all your moderator actions, bans, timeouts are dumped. They're not like a, a saved list. Yeah, and on top of that, like, say, like, I go into your channel, I don't see what was previously said until someone decides to do something, like, move out times I'll someone or someone times I'll someone mm. for something, then I can see it. So I had to, like, leave it up for a while just to, like, like, I think I left it up for, like, two hours and I came in and then scooped it out and see how everything worked uh, before that. Hmm. So it's close. It's It's got some improvements and refinements that need to be made. And I say go for it. Twitch has been doing that really, really well. They've been adding to a lot of stuff that they've put out. We just talked about Hype Train. It's got a ton of revisions. I'm waiting on channel points to get a revision next. And I think this dashboard is probably going to change ours in the next like six months. Meaning I think the mod dashboard is going to trickle back down to the creator dashboard. And I bet we see that reflected at some point. At least that's my hope. But I, I think they're trying to learn from all these different endeavors they're going into. And I think they're pulling some really good stuff out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm looking, I'm really excited. Like I didn't, I totally forgot that I could get mod view. Yeah. Uh, I just hope that they do incorporate all in the one instead of making us do like, 
like two screens to get it where it needs to be or yada 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 and as far as i know unless someone out there can prove me wrong please do i want to be wrong in this case it doesn't look like i press the plus sign thingy and the quick actions on the twitch side you can't add moderator view through any of that um do we have an edit button like they do on the creator view i don't see uh, one uh, yeah no it should be in the top like edit oh, the like all yeah. the panels it's, oh. i think it is, is it the i do see that one but you know what it only lets wait it only lets you do stats it it says stats, all stats added, panels, all panels added. If they're doing this widget base though, like I am not any kind of like super smart web designer, man. I know nothing as people, as our listeners know, I'm clueless. But if these are all widget based, then they should 100% be able to pull back those mod views and stuff just like this. Just in the same way we have the activity feed and edit stream info, that's the same sort of like widget setup. So giving us mod view, all that sort of thing, putting it back in there should be super simple, question mark. Yeah, that's because ours are all widgets too, right? Right. So it's like they've got the same base plan, like the same floor plan, but then the rooms are kind of all different. And I imagine since they're working off the same exact foundation, they could easily just slot things in and moving around as needed um but also cool stuff with that channel page that we haven't seen officially launched yet too because mac i think mac, mac was saying twitch is doing some better things in 2020 we got a lot we got a lot as twitch streamers oh. we've got more than i think we've gotten in a long while yeah i want to know when they uh oh yeah there's an add or remove widget okay so mm -hmm. okay i figured it out <laughs> um yeah and that's like a the the i'm really excited with where they're going and i like how they're definitely trying to move forward and do stuff and the thing is, like, they're trying to do just enough without doing too much because that's the thing is people are super scared of change. Yes. So I like I like the way that they are kind of approaching a lot of these things, and I think it's really cool. I like the mod. I love the mod view. I love where they're going with the banning of people. I love where they're doing these things. But th did we talk about term of service? Oh no, no, we didn't. Oh, well, we'll add some uh, extra time to this. That's that's fine. I forgot about it yeah. too. So what, yeah, you want to take it away, or do you want me to go for it? Um, yeah, so what to um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit Dude. about it. So what um, Twitch has done is they have made a more direct and clear way of stating their terms and service, especially when it comes to the um, apparel you can wear on <laughs> the broad or on the uh, on on stream. So they they allow they've they've actually stated what they have allowed. So they do allow breastfeeding now. They do not allow female nipples. They allow male nipples in concert scenes and in like beaches and stuff like that. A lot of people were upset about that. And th this is the main thing I want to address real quick. Yeah. And then I want you to take over the rest of it. Oh. <laughs> um, I found out why via talking to one of my friends that works at Twitch. Okay. The reason why. Because people like someone literally had a whole stink about it and they made the perfect point is the thing is, is in America, if the, the, if the nipple is like a female nipple is allowed to be seen. Yeah. In like some places, which it is like I think Austin, you can do it in a couple other places. The only thing is, is when you go outside of the United States and say you go to like a Middle Eastern country that is on Twitch. The thing is, that is not allowed. You know, like that is something that is like taboo in like certain little areas. So that's why they can't do it. But they did go to the extent of allowing breastfeeding on Twitch as well, too. And you can do you have the document pulled up because I don't know everything that was in it. No, I don't actually. I, I was going to add to that, though, but I'm, I'm still pulling it up. Uh, 
the other thing is, and you and I have talked about this before, is I think even on top of just those small countries here and there where it might be bad, I did find it, by the way, um, it would put them in the category of pornography if they freely allowed that to happen. And that does mean those extra check marks of like, like, keep in mind, Twitch does want to encourage a young audience to be on that platform, meaning they definitely want 13, 15 year olds to be watching stuff like that is definitely in their plan. That is a huge I'm sure it was a huge portion of like Ninja's market and the, the whole Fortnite market. Like when that was big Minecraft, huge. And if they make people start agreeing the same sort of check marks that Pornhub does, which I think they would have to. I'm not a legal expert for the globe thing in every country, but I think really very readily they would have to start saying like this is an over 18 site no children allowed and again that's going to work directly counter to their thing same sort of thing uh i i i don't know how twitter does it though twitter allows all kinds of everything hardcore porn yeah. all of it i haven't i have no clue i think they have like a weird little thing i just know yeah. that like, the person that was very upset with it was someone that comes in and is also a broadcaster uh-huh. and watches me and stuff but the only thing is is like it is one of those things where you do have to understand that like just like they get to choose whatever they want to do and then there is stuff that still isn't allowed like in our government or other governments and stuff like that. So they have to do stuff. So it is a privately owned company so they can make whatever they want to do, you know, type of thing. And it, it was, it was very hard to do it. Cause it's one of those things where I had to bite my tongue. In, Cause I can't tell the person like you, you know, like I understand like you're upset that a male can do it and a female can't understand. Like I see where you have your dilemma on there, but it's like something we can't like, yeah, no, like right now we can't do anything about it. And it's like, ugh, just, you know, you know yeah, I do exactly. It's like misplaced rage because I'm not telling people not to be angry about it. Like <laughs> you know that I'm saying, go forth and be mad, but make sure your anger is always governed by intelligence first. Um, especially if you're someone that's you're not even like in a reactive situation, you're just typing online because you're angry. Make sure you get it before you speak. Otherwise, it shows your naivete um to put it politely because i mean twitch isn't the gatekeeper of what nudity is allowed and is not like in just the internet public forums like they don't control what you can wear in your house generally like but as soon as you start to broadcast on twitch which is then governed by a bunch of other things including state and federal laws globally whatever then they have to start conforming to that sort of stuff so like you said yeah so here's the craziest thing with this uh the guidelines right now. So this is it. We are shifting from our garment uh, specific policy uh, to be a based one with standard levels of cleavage exceptions of certain. Oh, wait, hold on. Do you want to read this one? Are you on this? Do you uh, see what I'm talking about? I'm on the one, the update to the community guidelines one, but sure. What read whatever, where are you at? Yeah, I'm at the standard guidelines one. So pretty much what they're saying here is like you yeah, need the that. standard level of uh, coverage. So it's like, you know, cover the nipples. And I think it's actually cover the under boob. You can't have the under boob up. And then another thing that they really touched on, and this is one of the biggest one, is if you wear a garment that is see-through, mm. even though you're wearing something, but you can see through it, that is where the biggest change in all of this is coming from. Is like because people have been trying to get away with having like kind of see-throughish type of clothing, and that's what they're kind of doing. Is what I'm seeing. 
Yeah, I see that too. Like you mentioned earlier, there's situational exceptions like breastfeeding is allowed. Embedded media studio and other Twitch endorsed content. Uh, context transitions. Body art, swimming in beaches, concerts, festivals, all of that. You know, IRL streaming. That all changes the policy. But they really do, you know, they have a big FAQ with commonly asked questions and they like force people back into kind of understanding what's going on here. Kenny and Chad also chimes in saying my understanding is that twitch is following fcc guidelines because since amazon runs a movie studio and twitch is listed as a media outlet that amazon owns they follow those guidelines wow to kenny's point assuming that's totally real kenny i'm gonna just trust you because i trust you man if that's exactly what's going on or similar yeah that makes sense i mean twitch is as a u.s-based company so they have to adhere to u.s based laws for the most part someone out there probably knows better though yeah, I, I that actually makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think about that. They do have to. I mean, FCC pretty much controls all the media on there. Yeah, just like you know, over in uh, Europe, they kind of do everything with the, the Article Thirteen, and all of the other stuff. So, but yeah. So that that's the whole thing is like I don't know. I like I like the where they're going with it. Honestly, they're just trying to be more clear and they're trying to be a little bit more transparent with it and they're like hey this is the other thing did you see the thing with the avatars or did you click the link no i didn't see the avatar yeah avatars as also so a lot of people kind of been bringing this up and like i play like a video game and there's boobs in the video game you know yeah like oh no there's boobs you're gonna get banned and literally someone that did not like me like said they reported me i was like okay that's cool like and they're like well this is nudity and like you know and you're already cussed. Now you're showing nudity to kids on TV or whatever like that. And it's like, well, I'm like, you know, so I was like, well, you know, I have like my stuff is 18 plus and like I show, you know, it's, it's in the video game as long as it's not a mod. So what they did was for the avatars um, that translate the real life movement into digital characters are subject to the standard as is cosplay and all other costumes for detail, how the policy for um, how the policy works or whatever is like further down below. So what it is, it's like, so you can't like you can't mod like you can't do like a Skyrim mod and like have like nipple showing or like female nipples or Vagana or whatever else. So you can't have that like shown. But in like your like avatars can't do it. So like VR chat was one of the big ones. Like we can't have VR chat like happening and then still not following these guidelines. So you can't even do it like if you have like an avatar you're making. You can't have yeah. it be too scantily clothed. So, so I want to re- I'll read this one out loud, this paragraph. So it says, how do the rules about AR, so augmented reality, avatars impact my content if I stream a virtual reality sandbox game like VR chat? Our, our policy, says Twitch, on augmented reality avatars applies to content where cameras and software are used to capture a person's physical likeness and translate to a digital overlay. VR chat is categorized as a game on Twitch, and in-game virtual reality models are not subject to our policy on nudity and attire so again rereading that in-game virtual reality models are not subject to the policy for uh, nudity and attire this content must still comply with our policy on nudity and sexual content in embedded media and games so that means those are two separate categories but they do want to clarify however you may not modify your game like you said with skyrim and stuff to include nudity or make sexual elements the primary focus of the broadcast which means if a character in a game, I mean, we'd have to go into this and read the whole embedded media one, which I can yeah. do. It's only a paragraph long if we want to go that far. But there is a separation there. Yeah, it's it's like the difference between what a game has already put in for their intellectual property 
like Metro, a scene in there, like a, a girl gives you a lap dance and you see boobs. And then there's a difference between like building, like I, I think, because I know they, they talked about the VR chat somewhere and it was like, literally you can't go into VR chat and pick a nude character and run around and be like, well, it was in the intellectual properties. They're trying to do it. Well, the biggest thing is they're trying to make it cut and clear. So if you mess up, there's no more like, oh, well, I didn't know type of thing. Cause I think they, I think they're like, they think they know that they're like, are you, do you think I'm stupid type of thing? Like, I feel like that's what Twitch's thing when they see appeals. Like, do you guys think I'm stupid? Do you know we're, we know you've been pushing the limits. Yeah, so so this is kind of interesting. Um, so in the nudity and sexual content in embedded media and game section, uh, it says embedded media such as videos and images, nudity, wait, in embedded media such as videos and images, nudity and pornography are prohibited. In some situations, we make exceptions on Twitch-owned and operated channels for content that is rated by our rating body or otherwise pre-screened by Twitch. Games featuring nudity and pornography, sex, sexual violence as a core focus of the game, um, and gameplay modified to feature these elements are entirely prohibited. So I do want to make, it's like, we should we should draw the line here for a second and say, Let's say a GTA game, Grand Theft Auto, has some nudity in it. They're going to, I mean, GTA is going to keep it low because they want Twitch to still, you know, be able to stream the content. But that's very different than some of the games that have been banned off of Twitch, which I remind you, you can go find these titles and they're really vulgar. They're like full on, you know, hardcore porn simulators or whatever. And Twitch does not let you do that. Like there was one that was getting waves like a year or so ago they don't let that on there you can't pick it from the game choices um and again modifying like you said skyrim's a great example because there are some real kinky skyrim mods and that's not okay on twitch they're just drawing that line right here and right now so which is what they needed to do like honestly with a lot of this stuff like they really needed to draw i mean we we get into like even further of it like i mean it says like you know, like you can't, you can't show your, you can't expose your genitals, what? you know? Yeah. We do not permit uh, streamers to be fully or partly nude, including exposing genitals or the butt talk. Hey, good thing you can do that on zoom Ooh. though. Oh, yeah, and, and you, oh yeah. And you can't have physical outlines of the genitals. So no, like maybe if you no. have like a shirt, I think that's against camel toes. I think that's why no they're doing shots it. either. I think they're like no ball shots, no camel toes. And I think there's a reason to do it. But I do know, like, I guess body painting is still allowed to be the way it is. But I think I know exactly why they're doing this is because of some of these people that if they do these things and post them on live stream Twitch fails, literally they can go from like 2,000 follows to 50,000 follows in a day and go from like an average viewership of 30 to like like a thousand in a day. So it's like most of these people that are like clout chasing and like trying to like grow is what I'm seeing like that. But I did see where it's like, you know, like where it's like broadcasting partly nude, uh, minors always prohibited in the thing. And like, uh, it, ju it just, women, even though you're going to be breastfeeding, you still have to cover your nipple when you breastfeed. Uh, we do not permit uh, exposed under bust. Oof, no under boobs. Yep. Cleavage, cleavage is, a, are, is unrestricted as long as the coverage requirements are met, which are nipple and under breast. Um, so yeah, so you can do that. Um, can, can I chime in and say, I think the important thing is probably for most of our audience, 
but not not everyone in their audience. Hey, if we have an exception, we want to meet you. Like, please, we we, we want to know our audience, generally speaking. I feel like most of the audience that we probably have and a lot of the audience that we just hang out with on Twitch, these aren't, most of this isn't going to infect, affect them or impact them too heavily, if at all. Um, you and I tend to hang out with a fairly conservative group online in terms of, like, covering themselves and not fully exposing. Uh, these are pro a lot of this tends to be reactive to well last year's big scandal with alinity and many of the more no i'm gonna say notorious booby streamers in quotes like the ones that kind of are always pushing that pushing the edge there intentionally to make drama i think they're that sort of subset of twitchers they're gonna be hit with this heavily uh, like reading through these guidelines I don't know. I, I I don't think this. I, maybe there, there's probably Twitch sex. Twitch is, has a history of being sexist. Let's face it. But this stuff does not seem to bully too many people. Like this doesn't sound like it's going to crack down too heavily. But if you're someone that's affected by this, let us know. I'm just curious. Um, I do see they're they're drawing a hard line here on body painting. Uh, one of the FAQ ones is, I'm an artist and I want to paint a nude portrait not intended to be sexual. Oh, I'm sorry. This wasn't even body painting. I, I, I meshed two together. This is an artist wanting to paint nude portraits. And uh, they say, yes, that is prohibited. So art you create on stream must also fit it because there's no way to filter that nudity and mature content. Which is kind of weird because we can mark our streams as mature content. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've always wondered that too. I, I that has to go something with the child inner protection act, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, yeah, it has to fall in below because, like, I think they still have to do a certain thing in order to keep it or whatever. Because, I mean, I I like it. Like I said, if you guys are out there, definitely take a look into it. I mean, this is pretty much like I didn't even think about that. If we're thinking about our audience and stuff, and most of the people that listen to who we are and all this other stuff, it's like you guys now. A lot of you have common sense. I mean, if you if you literally sought out to find a podcast to learn how to become a better broadcaster uh -huh. and to better yourself, you already have like a, a higher standard than some people. So, but if not, if not, if you are scantily because the, I'm, we're never going to knock it because no. that is something that makes money, and I'm cool with all. Like we have a lot of friends that do it. I do use my because I would. If I yeah. had them, Papa, I'd show them all. Oh I'm, man, I'd be. If I, I were be streaming on this website, I know. If I were much. proud of my body, man, I would be doing. Oh, I see those OnlyFans people share. They're making like 10k a month, and I'm like, you know what? It always makes me just want to rip my shirt off. But then I realize I don't have muscles and I can't yeah, rip it I look off. Look down and, on my ET looking body. <laughs> <laughs> All sad and stuff, saggy, 31 so, years old. And so just, true. Uh. <laughs> well, you guys, that's the little coverage we have for that. I mean, we could go into that. We should probably talk about more rules in the future, but they only really tend to come up in the news whenever Twitch brings it up. Like I said, I don't think a lot of the people that I associate with much on Twitch are going to be affected by this. Uh, to our female streaming friends out there, I'm sorry, Twitch continues to put like more restrictions on the female body but again i'm not saying they're an innocent party but they are not the one that originated any of these things they are just abiding by things that will get them sued or otherwise smacked with lawsuits so it is good in a way that they are outlining it i'm glad they've made some exceptions i'm glad they're continuing to grow this term sort of thing and i'll give them the fact that their website's actually rather easy to read this is under the legal section it's twitch.tv 
This isn't easy to find. Just Google it. Twitch.tv forward slash P forward slash legal. Whatever the hell that link is. But uh, it's under here. There's harassment. There's sexual content. All kinds of other things that you can get into. And as streamers, I mean, the onus is on you to know these. I do not have this all memorized because I'm not crazy. But it is a good idea to know where the hard rules are so that you're not breaking them. Because, again, they're not going to say... Well, Nate didn't know he couldn't show his wiener on stream. I, I will give you a pass. No, no, all this language which, here. Says, which is what people, it's crazy because that is legit what people do. Like yeah. when you see the outburst of it on Twitter, I didn't know I couldn't do that. What do you mean you didn't know? It's in the gut. That's, that's what I feel bad about. And Devin Nash, bless his heart, man. Like I like this guy because he is. He is legit fighting an uphill battle where he understands where companies are coming from and he's just dealing with people that have no clue how, why they're doing it or how they're doing it. I just watch him like this poor guy. Literally, he's he must be like, he must feel like the smartest guy in the room talking to a bunch of apes or something like that, dude. It's so bad. I'm sure he does, actually. But, uh, hey, I, it's good that he's out there sharing that knowledge. And that's just what Nate and I are trying to do as well. We're just trying to push this stuff out there to people. Be really, really safe in terms of your own TOS sort of stuff. Make sure you're staying good and cool with that. Make sure you're securing your accounts like we talked about because more people online more people are online now more than ever like nate said and also as nate called out this is kind of summertime early you know all the kids are home from school i'm sure there's a lot more craziness if you got a game that's going to be highlighted soon you're going to be trying to get into one of those big categories for like a launch of something like that be really cautious there's gonna be a lot of eyeballs there so be doing all good things all around appoint some mods teach them that new dashboard get your crew in the know so Bonus 15 minutes of the episode, uh, Nate. We just we we goofed around for so long. We got an extra 15 minutes in here. So without, yeah, no, I was like the biggest one. Twitch terms yeah, of service was forgot. the one we forgot about. <laughs> uh, I was also going to mention the drop sort of thing, but they said so little about it. It was funny. Twitch did call out and say like, you don't need to type exclamation point drops in chat to get it. Um, and they also said watching multiple streams won't increase your chances of earning rewards. So. I think they just put this out there as like a PSA. It is their April 7th tweet. It's floating around the top of their feed still as of, I guess that was just yesterday. Today's April 8th. Uh, but it's still floating around there. Check that one out. They have a link to how to earn drops. It explains more. But yeah, I think you and I have at this point basically built our own guides that kind of point people in this direction. It is kind of cool to have some clarification from their side. And look, I didn't notice that, but they actually are using ESO as uh, their game. I didn't see that. Did you know that? What? Post I, in your Discord. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. DM. There's a. I can't right now because you're taking oh, up yeah. the screen, man. You're there. But yeah, ESO. Um, it's a city complex. I'm not familiar with that caster, but they uh they're under there as the one they're showing off. So that's kind of neat. ESO got some prime time. Don't know if they know that. I'm gonna send that over. But really cool. So uh, there you go, everyone. That's the episode. Nate, where can they find you in the next week? You can find me every single day besides Saturday at uh, twitch.tv slash underscore gnarly Nate and or wait, oh my god, twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash gnarly underscore Nate at 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time and you can find me on Twitter or uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram at uh, gnarly underscore Nate TTV. 
And if we can't say our own things, don't worry. They're all below. (laughs) Like we say them all the time, but you guys can just look in the description on YouTube or on your podcast app in the uh, show notes section. We have all of our stuff linked. So follow Nate on all those. I'm on Twitch, I think five days a week still now, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So all but but Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, Start about 1 p.m. Eastern time. And we've doing a lot of ESO stuff. Also working in some Stardew Valley. It's kind of nice to have a relaxing game that really is just not pressuring me to do anything but like pick crops like that's kind of a nice relaxation in this crazy world we're in so check that out discord.gg forward slash kds you could actually search kyle uh or dempster or any of this stuff maybe i think the only thing that won't show up is path to partner but if you search any of the keywords associated with this in your discord search function the server's public so hop on in there we got a a a role set up for people that are content creators so you can jump into that channel love to get more people in there i probably need to post a little bit more in there myself and uh, check out the Patreon stuff we've talked about in previous episodes. All of those links below. And hope we check you out. Hope you check us out next week. Come hang out with us on YouTube. Thank you to the chat that is here with us. Mac, all of our friends. Freddie, thank you all for chatting with us. Honeybee Mystical, thank you all very, very much. Luna, sharing that information. This is how we grow as creators. So until next week, everyone, you have a great time on Twitch. And be safe. Okay. Love you. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.